So then, here we are with the next instalment in our series. And this series is a commentary on the book Glimpses of a Golden Childhood by Osho. So I've been calling this series Glimpses of Glimpses because we are just taking a few stories from this book and discussing them and looking at them and seeing what sort of character is this person to have made this book and to tell these stories. So, what I thought we would do in this segment is just look at a few stories that help to illustrate Osho's connection with nature. So, one of his quotes, or one of his sort of inspirational quotes that's often put on <laughs> put on a postcard or something is in order for man to be man he must be as natural as the trees the rivers and the mountains and osho did have a very strong connection with nature he loved being around the trees and the rivers, and one of the stories is that he would, as a child, go off and swim in a river each day. And another thing that happened in his childhood was that he managed to connect with a particular tree in a kind of almost personal way. So, he was walking past this tree on the way to his normal duties and things that he was doing, and each day he would stop and sit and sort of hug with the tree or lie with the tree. And he reports this connection being very personal. He reports this connection being very much a intimate thing. It's a very deep thing. And it's a one-on-one. It's a particular tree that he loved. It was a particular relationship that he had with that tree. And as the story goes, when he actually went away and he stopped visiting the tree, someone had come and told him that, ah, that tree had died. And he had recognized, well, this was his last time with the tree because he was moving somewhere else. And he had that moment where he was able to say, okay, I appreciate you. I have had this time with you. And it's it's almost like he's relating to the tree like a family member that's dying, right? <laughs> so... That's at least one little incident. And then there's another story where Osho has this tree that he admires and it gets cut down by a politician. And what's put in its place is actually a statue of the politician. And this was one of a number of things that sort of developed a distaste of politicians for Osho. He really spoke 
quite strongly against this particular politician, right? Because he cut down this beautiful tree just to put up a stupid statue. But then also this did spill over into all politicians and for much of Osho's career he spent time speaking out against politicians and calling them stupid, calling them idiots. And this wasn't just a one-way street. There's actually stories of where this went the other way around as well because when Osho was a little bit older, there was a... I think, it was, I think it was the Prime Minister or some minister, some sort of high-up official who wanted to meet with Osho. He'd heard about him and he wanted to talk, talk with him. So Osho went to speak with him. And when he sort of went into his office and spoke, there was another politician that was waiting to speak with this minister. And the, Osho and this minister ended up speaking for hours and the other... The other politician had to wait. And <laughs> as it turned out, well, this created a quite, quite a lot of bitterness, right, for this young child to have this audience with the minister before the politician. And, well, Osho says that it was very rare for him to meet someone who was actually understanding and actually intelligent and actually recognised him for who he was in the world of politics. And this this led to things that went on and on for years, right? People in the political sphere with political influence and political power actually went after, after Osho. They actually tried to prosecute him with laws and to pass bills that would stop him from doing his certain meditative practices and his ashrams. They'd try and go after him with taxes and the red tape and the bureaucracy, right? All of these things went on for years and years. And some of those politicians knew Osho personally. And it was a personal thing that they were trying to have against him. And only one, just, just one of those, right, was this story of him going to see this minister. And this other politician had to wait. And he held it. He held it as a grudge for years to come. And another sort of moment where Osho really demonstrated a a, a vastly deep connection with nature was when he was going to this lake at night time. And... He would sneak out at like 2 or 3 a.m. And he'd found this spot, this this lake or this pond, which he would just go and sit at and be around and look around. And he ended up sort of telling some people about this and getting them to come along. And when they came along too, they sort of sat with him and they realized, yes, there's something very magical about this place at this particular time. And when people went there with Osho, they they had that revealed to them. They had that opened up. And that was something to do with, well, 
how Osho was perceiving the place and how he was experiencing experiencing it and what it was like to be there with him and just to to soak in the magic right we have to sort of be a bit poetical to get the the message across and more and more people actually sort of started coming because the few people that did come started to tell it to other people about what what are you doing in the middle of the night what are you doing in that place and that was another example of well Osho's deep connection with nature and that is also an example of well how people are drawn to him how people are sort of naturally becoming his followers it, it is that when people are around him they experience certain things they realize certain things they're drawn into a perception which is deeper and that happens naturally that happens not as a kind of trick that osho does it's not even a kind of teaching or a technique or anything like that it is just that well when you're around that certain person things happen things open and you can say well it's because of their own awareness it's because of osho's awareness that people were able to appreciate this lake in the middle of the night and the majestic nature of the evening or it's because of his consciousness or it's because of his presence whatever it is whatever word you like to use it is just something that gives a deeper awareness while you're around him in that place in any particular place so osho speaks very deeply about nature about looking at the trees listening to the rivers watching the birds and he is very much someone who lived without much technology without much industrial things like cars and machinery or anything like that or infrastructure that was modern right he was very much still in a in an early developing country town when he was a child and this love this depth of connection with nature was something that went on and on for the rest of his life he was always someone who knew that to connect deeply to nature is to open to your true self in some ways if we can put it in <laughs> if we can put it in such words so those are a few stories from glimpses of a golden childhood and that will be i guess we'll call this episode something about osho's appreciation for nature and i do actually remember now one thing i've just almost forgotten to mention but osho created a awareness technique which was talking to a tree so 
This was one of the things I did when I was studying Osho techniques overseas. So maybe you can set it for yourself to go and today, go and talk to a tree. So go out and sense, take your time to sense which one you want to speak with. And then take take a moment to go there and to be with it. Maybe put your hands on it. And just think, what, what am I going to say to this? What am I going to do to speak sincerely? And be sincere. Put some thought into it. Put your heart into it. And just take a few moments to speak to a tree and sense how you feel. Sense what it's like for you to do that. Notice how your smells and your sight and the sounds open up for you. And that is a very a very powerful technique. In some ways it's a very subtle technique. <laughs> Don't expect to have some sort of rupture or anything like that. But each technique is is worth it to itself. And just remember that well Osho did that naturally. Right? It's not like it's a technique in terms of it's a formal process or discipline or anything like that. It is just that, well, you want to open naturally to things. So that can be your homework. Go and speak to a tree and see how you feel. Alright, check back soon. We'll be back with the next part in the series. So if you haven't already, subscribe and thanks very much. We'll see you soon. Talk soon.